Hello, I'm Adam, he's Alfred, and this is the Rattle On Podcast. Second glass of Ribena. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep, you gotta keep the the mouth and throat lubricated, right? So you gotta keep them going. <laughs> yeah, I know that's that's exactly it. So I made the executive decision to cut out, uh, yeah, fizzy drinks because I've literally survived on Iron Brew and Coke <laughs> oh God. for a fucking couple of years. It's you know, you know, I've been being a gamer and everything else. I've been lazy and you know, put on weight so. That's it. I made that executive decision to, you know, well, that's that's the first kind of step. I cut out all of the fizzy juice I've been drinking, so I've had very little this week. I've had, well, I had a can today, you know, you know, it's Saturday. I won't tell anybody. Yeah, you're you're allowed a cheat day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it is Saturday. I thought, well, that's fine, but I haven't had any all week, and it's usually the, you know. Get some for work, have some at home. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not healthy in the slightest. Do you so. sleep? Do you sleep? Because I, all yeah. that, those two would have kept me up all day and all night, probably. Hey. <laughs> no, you've just, I'm, you've I'm drank so much, right. you've got an immunity to it now. <laughs> yeah, I think I've got, I did get that bad. I think that I drank it, I, I did enjoy it, but drinking it more just because that's what I would drink rather than because yeah. I wanted to drink it, if you know what I mean. It's just daft getting to that stage so it's like you know decided to be healthier do that and then with the better weather and stuff coming back in i'll get back out on my bicycle <laughs> try well, and lose a bit of weight again the but... weather will get better <laughs> yeah that, that's it it's assuming the, the weather gets better fucking bloody yellow alerts fucking met office <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been funny actually because there has been snowfall, which was the yellow alert was for, but it's been sunny all day. Yeah. Yeah, it's been nice and sunny. A bit of snow has fallen, but not very much. Uh, you know, every so often, every other, every hour or so, there would be a kind of flurry of it, and then it'd go off again, so it's not really lay, and, you know, and, like, cover the ground or anything, but you're just like, but it's sunny. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you doing this to me, weather? <laughs> It is, it is, it is, it is yeah. that thing, isn't it? It's just like, oh. Curse you, March. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's the, everyone's war cry at this kind of time of year, especially when it's been like this. Yeah, you're starting true. to think, oh, it should be getting nicer, just a little bit. It's just dry. Yeah, yes. just dry and not bitterly cold would be enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, no, that's too much to ask. <clears throat> oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, well, Manny, I can assume that you're also looking forward to Avengers Infinity War. Am I ever? I won't lie. <laughs> I um, it, uh, The last trailer dropped, on, not the, the latest trailer dropped. Even though I don't think it's going to be the last one, I think they will drop another one about two weeks or a week before. I think yeah. they will do that. Uh, but yeah, this was, uh, this was a very good trailer. I really enjoyed it. Not as good as the first one. But the first one was just oh, that one was just like it says throughout the entire movie. It's in a culmination of all of it, and 
Yeah, it's yeah. 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. And this is the thing, I think it's so funny, they're saying all this, but there's still the fourth Avengers next year, which I'm pretty sure uh, hasn't been fully confirmed, but I'm pretty sure Thanos is going to be the villain in that as well. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, but... it's a culmination of all these things. Which we will do next in 2019 as well. <laughs> yeah, Alfred was telling me that they haven't released the title for the next yeah. Avengers film because it's going to be a spoiler. The, like the Russo I brothers have said think... that. I think that's what they said. Well, that's what Alfred was saying. The Russo brothers have said is that they're not going to release it until after, because yeah, it, until it after will spoil the movie, yeah. uh, in, uh, Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll drop it probably. I don't know if they'll release it during the time in the cinema or they'll release it when it's dropped and moved on to the game ready for VOD and all that so I'm not entirely sure then but yeah, yeah. they have come out is and it... said it's going to be it's possibly spoiler spoiler so. yeah which is fine me and Alfred did talk about that it's like my, my answer is well just change it <laughs> if it's a spoiler just don't use that tri- <laughs> that title but I'll, I'll give them the credit for just not bothering to release it and saying no we're just going to keep keep it back We'll release the title later once you know people have had the chance to see the film. You're like, right? I'll give them that. That's fair enough. <laughs> so you're firmly aboard the hype train, then. I was on aboard the hype train for a long, long time uh, because last <laughs> year was Marv- was arguably Marvel's best year when it came to films. All three films were at least a good, good seven out of tens, if not higher. Guardians 2 I really enjoyed I had a lot of fun with it yeah. it's not as strong as the first one and I don't think it was ever going to be and it didn't need to be it needed to continue the story of these characters give you more development towards these characters and they did that with a, I yeah. think a really under an underappreciated villain in Russell, uh, Kurt Russell as Ego I think Kurt Russell actually does a really yeah. fun job as Ego the planet uh, it helps deepen all of the characters, yeah. I think, that film. Yeah, and it's it, not, it does yeah. it without losing its tone as well, which is good. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Spider-Man Homecoming is the best Spider-Man movie ever made. Uh, it was fantastic. <laughs> it's I've never... We, uh, for me, I we finally nailed Spider-Man. They give us the Spider-Man I've always wanted. And we finally have had that. And Thor Ragnarok is Thor's best movie ever it rejuvenates for everyone is now excited to see what thor will be and does in infinity war uh just like everyone is obviously excited to see oh my god what is going to happen in wakanda and black panther now and everyone all that with the infinity war so yeah. yeah they had one of the best years last year so i and with black panther being such a great movie I saw that four times in the cinema. It was so good. I loved that movie. It was so four much, times. Yeah, such a Even great God. movie. I loved it. I thought it was. There are problems with it, mm. uh, but yeah, I loved the movie. I thought it was a really, really well done movie. Great character development yeah. for all, for most, pretty much all the characters. And Michael B. Jordan. God, if I ever meet that man, I might actually ask him to marry <laughs> me. I love that man. I think he's brilliant. Michael B. Jordan is yeah. fantastic. And I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do in Infinity War and. Just to see all these characters, like this, this, this trailer just showed you already. There's a dynamic between Thor, not not Thor, um, the Guardians, and like uh, like Star Lord and uh, Tony Stark, uh, and all that. There's all these dynamic with all these people and whatnot, and and they have never met until this film. So yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I'm looking forward to it. It's it's one of those me and Alfred were talking about. Uh, 
it being, you know, not sounding too excited about it because the, there's an inevitability about it now. You know, we said it's been ten years and God knows how many films, eighteen or something, for something stupid like that since the original Iron Man came out in two thousand and eight. So it's been building and building. You know, we've invested all this time into it, so we're definitely going to go see it. So that's taken a little bit of the excitement out of it, just in that sense. But I understand we're still that. Lo- but, we're, but we're still looking forward to it. We're just not shouting about it as much as you maybe did when the first Avengers came out. I understand that, mm. but what it is, this 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 film is going to be heavily Thanos centric. They've a lot of the, a lot of Kevin Feige and the directors have even come out and said that's more a Thanos story, a Thanos origin story, and everything. So I yeah. think that the Avengers will win, but they are going to be they would have just won. They've, it's more like they pushed them back than that yeah. than really winning, and that's why I think it's going to happen in this movie. They'll truly win in yeah. the fourth one, which I don't think they'll kill him because I think he's going to. I don't. I just have this feeling that Thanos will not die. In this, in this final, in the the fourth Avengers next year, but yeah, I'm um, I'm looking forward to this movie. Uh, yeah. The closer we get, the the more exciting I get to it. It's like it's like the feeling I have with Ready Player One right now, especially as I've heard the great hype for that film. Uh, so, and if the only thing that'll knock it down is if I hear, oh well, <laughs> the these reviews are not that good. I was thinking, oh crap. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and I still gotta go yeah. and see it. No! <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I... It does plant a seed of doubt in your mind, doesn't it, when that starts happening? Even when, when... you hear... Yeah, when you hear yeah. bad press or bad reviews for it, it is disappointing. Like, I was hoping for... Just, I was crossing my fingers and hoping that Justice League would be great. Or at least good. And it was more fun than good. It's like a fun, bad movie. It's like a guilty pleasure, I guess you could say, for that one. And same goes yeah. for BVS and Suicide Squad. Yeah. And all that. Uh, it, this one was Batman v Superman was... It gave me what I wanted because I wanted to see them not glumps out of one another. But it it's took, not it a good film. It took two hours film. to get to it. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good <laughs> film, but I got what I wanted out of it and nothing else. <laughs> There's so many problems with it, but I did get my cool fight between them, <laughs> which you know was was fine. Well, it didn't I last too long. It's, it's a, yeah, it's it's all right to to almost love them for that, but you can't defend them as like a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, they, they've been they've been they've crossed that that threshold already. They're far too far gone. I think. Yeah. <laughs> like no, they're definitely bad. They're not good, but you can still say. But I did like that. I got. You know, a cool fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like this bad yeah. thing. This one good thing out of this really bad movie. Yeah. You know, every film has that. Every film has that. That there's yeah. a one this good thing for the movie. A lot of the time, it's when the movie ends for a lot of people. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> like it was for me for Resident Evil: The Final Chapter last year when I reviewed that, I was just like, the one yeah. good thing about this movie was it ended. <laughs> I actually uh, said. I so, I haven't caught up with all of the Resident Evil films. Don't worry, you I don't miss much. <laughs> it's one of those I've, I've liked quite a few of them. They've been good films, uh, in the same kind of way. That good, good to watch, just enjoyable. I just like guilty pleasures. Yeah, guilty pleasures. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not. It's one of those. It's maybe not good in a technical sense as a film, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, one of those ones. Um. 
Oh, I've lost my train of thought. If <laughs> 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 this happens. Um, oh. We're talking about Avengers Infinity War. Yes, I know that. <laughs> uh, That's uh, not catching me up to where I was thinking of going, but oh, it doesn't matter. Well, uh, what I was going to say is, for, for the listener's benefit just now, uh, Alfred and I have came up with our three films, our top three and our bottom three Marvel Cinematic Universe films. And we're going to be watching them and talking about them on the podcast in order. We're supposed to do the first one this week, but obviously Alfred's not here. <laughs> so we'll do two next week because it's six weeks until Infinity War actually comes out. So that's, yeah. you know, six episodes to do six films, but we'll do two next week to make up for it. So the first two been, are yeah. Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk. So listeners, watch them, rewatch them for next week's episode, and then we'll be able to chat about them and you'll you'll have it fresh in your mind when me and alfred drone on about it for an hour <laughs> <laughs> i have been contemplating yeah. maybe watching all the mcu movies before or leading up to it but i don't know if i can have it at the same time <laughs> i think th- i've reached the there's so many of them that i think you'll burn out doing it i think if yeah. you were going to do it you should have started it months ago yeah and watch them all that way whereas yeah. i think me and alfred are doing that's why I thought we would pick. It's it's our three, our top three. Be- between us, we've agreed a top three and a bottom three, and we're just going to watch them in order of release, uh, in the run up to it. So we'll get to them. So that's your first two, and you'll find out which <laughs> if Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk are part of the top three or the bottom three <laughs> when we chat about them. <laughs> <laughs> But what I was going to ask you, Moody, since how you're our special guest this week, filling in for Alfred with him not being here, yes. uh, what your top three and bottom three MCU films are, if you've nailed it down. <laughs> I've pretty much nailed down the worst. Now, for the best, <laughs> that is that is uh, yeah. that is questionable. But we, we can. We can talk it through then, and we'll see if we can get you to a decision. <laughs> Let's start with your bottom three, then. Yeah, we'll get bottom out three, there. starting from three to one. Uh, number three, Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2, yeah. even though I enjoy the movie, uh, there are just far superior movies than that, and it is basically just a setup for Avengers more than anything. Uh, but I do have fun with that. Uh, number two is Thor The Dark World. Thor The Dark World is one of the worst MC movies out there. It really is yeah. poor. It makes it almost you... killed Thor off. Yeah. It was that bad. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're spot on. You're spot on. Nobody last year had any hype for Thor Ragnarok at all. Until you saw the I mean, first trailer. It, and then your first trailer, Thor, you're like, ooh. Yeah. Then the second Th- trailer Thor after the Dark World. The, the Dark World's funny that way because it wasn't... You can't lay it all down on the, the directors that worked in the film or the writing or anything there, there were so many problems that went into that, Natalie Portman yeah. didn't want to do it, Chris Hemsworth didn't want to do it Christopher Eccleston admitted publicly that he only did it for the money <laughs> they had no other interest in it other than the big massive check that he got given <laughs> yeah. You know, there were so many extra problems that went attached to that film the all culminated in yeah but i just mean there was there's more to it than that it's not just that the writing was bad or that the story was terrible or whatever 
yeah. or that the direction wasn't good enough. No one's heart seemed to be in it, really. Maybe some of the, the secondary characters in the lesser roles put more effort in than the kind of main stars did, and that's that's not what you want. <laughs> like, I, I believe I believe wholeheartedly that Tom Hiddleston had a blast doing his bit, and he really put his effort in, because he was one of the best things about the film, if not the best thing about it. But he was also shoehorned in. His character was not meant to have that many scenes. He was yeah. extended. Yeah, um, he was shoehorned in because he was popular. Yeah, and that's really, that's that's yeah. the disappointing part about it. I'm just like, yeah. but it's not it's not low key the dark world. It's still the dark world. Hello, yeah. concentrate on your Thor character. And Natalie Portman didn't want to do of, it because she wanted Patty yeah. Jenkins as the director. She was first signed on Patty Jenkins to do it, but they had conflicts of interest or whatever, and it just didn't work. Yeah, yeah, because th- there was a few directors supposed to do it and then dropped off it. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- so many problems. There's so many problems, but it definitely shows that is trying to turn around the film in that much kind of turmoil and in so many guises isn't isn't easy. <laughs> when no so, one can remember your villain, it doesn't help. <laughs> no, I only remember it's Christopher Eccleston that played the villain because he was a, yeah. in Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. But not, <laughs> that, not, he, not, not, not people yeah. know that's him. Yeah, it's one of those. The, the only reason I remember that is because I've got, you know, me and Alfred talking about Doctor Who all the time. So I know Christopher Eccleston as the Doctor, and it sticks in my mind as like a ter and a tertiary fact to Doctor Who. And Christopher Eccleston yeah. was in a Thor film, the worst for the Thor film. <laughs> That's how his career went. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah. He does a lot of Broadway, doesn't he? So. He's oh no! I, I'm sure. I'm sure his career is going brilliantly. It's yeah. just one. Of, it's just one. Of, it's a. It's an interesting. It's a funny joke to make. Because <laughs> the it's the it's the big kind of series and stuff like that, like Doctor Who and Marvel stuff. That if you're not doing stuff like that, people don't really know you or think your career is going down the shitter, <laughs> even if it's not, and you're having a blast doing whatever you love. <laughs> If you're not doing the big stuff, you're not really a star to some people. So it's anyway, I've ruined the joke by explaining it. Never mind. <laughs> tell yeah, tell us your 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 your. We've teased the listener enough. Tell us your worst mm. number one worst. <laughs> give us a moment. Give, give us a moment. Drum roll. No. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> Iron Man three. Oh, Iron Man 3, yeah. I absolutely hate Iron Man 3. <laughs> I hate Too it. Too many Iron Men. <laughs> I, no. Yeah. Too much Shane Black. Too much Shane Black, the director. Completely. He was the wrong director for it. He was the wrong director for it. He just ruined uh, the Iron Man character. He ruined the Pepper Potts character. He ruined and insulted the Mandarin character. I can't stand Iron Man 3. It's... Uh, one of the worst Marvel films out there for me. It is. It's so insulting. Well, well, well you, you've decided that it's the worst as far as you're concerned. Oh, it is. It is yeah. the worst. <laughs> I'd rather watch Dark World multiple times than I ever do. I ever watch Iron Man three again? Do I ever watch Iron Man three again? It's yeah. just one of those movies that I just yeah, it just didn't click. It just didn't work for me. It didn't work for me, and I just yeah. There's bound to be some. That just don't work. That's the way the way of it. The the fact that they've made however I can't, 
I need to secretly Google in the background and find out the exact number. <laughs> How many MCU films are there? Usually Alfred's here to tell me. 19. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Thank you for secretly Googling. <laughs> <laughs> 19 MCU films and only a handful of them are really bad. Yeah. And even, you know, me and Alfred have talked, it's one of those... As films, they're all fine, you know, being made as films. But the likes of like Iron Man three and stuff like that, by comparison to the rest, look really bad <laughs> because some of them are so good, and you th- you immediately start comparing them all to one another because they're all MCU films. So they get the kind of short end of the stick in that sense when they do go a wee bit wrong. You know, you just suddenly they get lambasted as bad but as being in terms of actual production and stuff like that they're all fairly good uh, you know if if you know what I mean they're all solidly made yeah uh, yeah it's, it's just one they of always those. get the production right the CGI always yeah. looks pretty much buttery smooth um, but yeah it just it didn't work it really didn't work and the, the, some pe- this is the thing some people like the twist with the mandarin and everything like that uh, yeah. and I, 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 I can I I can see why, because it's bit, it's pretty ballsy to do that to turn yeah. The, yeah, the Iron Man's arch nemesis from all, from all time in the comic books to make him a laughing stock. That's ballsy to do that, and then yeah. realize, oh shit, we don't have a real villain at the end of the movie, and then they get uh, Guy Pearce's character. You want a Mandarin? I'm the Mandarin, and all that or whatever. It's yeah. Just, it's yeah. I can't. I can't, man. I just. So, uh, I was worsening you everybody was looking forward for Iron Man 3 when they said the Mandarin and then you had Ben Kinsley and I, and I wasn't disappointed I wasn't offended well I can understand why uh, a lot of people may have been offended is that wait a minute the Mandarin he's an Asian character he should be played by an Asian person and all that I can understand that uh, but, but what we got shown for what Ben Kinsley was play, how he was playing it and the trailers and everything like you were thinking this guy is going to be menacing he's going to be calculating and maniacal towards Iron Man you're going to be fearing for the Iron Man character even though we knew he wasn't going to die and whatnot. you're going to fearing for his friends and fearing for his love interest truly and they kicked you in the nuts with it <laughs> yeah I wonder if that twist would have worked better if there was a pre-existing villain in the films that he'd had beef with before that it could have been revealed that actually it was them all along <laughs> and not the this mandarin if you know what i mean instead of making the twist and the reveal and then going oh shit <laughs> so who is the villain <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah if, if it would almost have worked a bit better if there was someone else there that could have fulfilled that role better that you could immediately place in front and go oh no it's that guy (laughs) Uh, but oh well one of those things isn't it anyway we'll get back onto a more positive note your top three (laughs) what are the contenders for you Moody your top three top three have you you got you said you haven't got a nailed down top three so have you got four or five I've got five I have five five that you Right, yeah. let, list your five and then we'll see if we can... My list, my five are Thor Ragnarok, Iron yep. Man, yep. Avengers, 
Winter the Soldier. Fir- uh, Avengers, the first Avengers. Yeah, first <laughs> Avengers. Yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. And Homecoming. Those yeah, are my, right. Those are the five. Winter Soldier's number one. I can slap that down right now. Winter Soldier's Ooh. number one because... Bold. That, nice and bold, I like that, it. That made... <laughs> that took... That made... Captain America relevant. That made Captain America in, interesting. That film made Captain America one of the best characters the MCU has. Just like yeah. Thor Ragnarok did with Thor. It revamped him, it refreshed him, it rejuvenated the character, it rejuvenated yeah, it, the audience. It brought in him into the 21st century. <laughs> Basically, yeah. That's yeah. You're spot on there with it. Yeah. Number two... And it helps that you've got... Uh, Black Widow in that yeah, playing such a good the, role as well, yeah, a very important role in that film. Really helps good. broaden out the character so that she's not just in the background of the Avengers films. You you've then spent you know a good bit of time with her and stuff as well, seeing her actually do stuff. You know, be interesting. It's good. Yeah, yeah I, I really enjoyed the the Winter Soldier. It's good because it it takes on. It's not just. It's just a superhero film. It's a kind of spy thriller film as well. Yeah. Yeah, you know, with espionage and it's almost like their crazy version of James Bond. <laughs> That's yeah. what everyone says. That or uh, yeah. James Jason Bond and all that. Yeah. They yeah. All say it's that. in that. It's in that kind of vein. It's still a superhero film at its heart and everything else, but it it takes some of the kind of cues from that genre and. Does something a bit interesting with the characters, and you think that's what we need to see more of from the MCU, yeah. not less. That's one of the things that I think most people have complained <clears throat> about with, uh, what Phaser One Three, with you know, like bringing back P- Black Panther and Doctor Strange and stuff in. You go, oh, you've got more, you know, uh, origin story stuff that we have to get through, but we origin stories are all kind of ultimately the same <laughs> it's an in a lot Black of regards Pan- but Black, yeah. Panther's, Black Panther's not a good example of that it's not yeah. really an origin story at the same yeah. time because we already know him same yeah. goes with Spider-Man Homecoming that's not an origin yeah. story because we know his character now yeah, Doctor no, Strange no, Black- I agree with you there Doctor Strange but is Black Panther's story. not a good example of that yeah. but uh, Doctor Strange and Ant-Man definitely are where it's just another origin story <laughs> and yeah those are, those, I love yeah, that yeah those are, those are good films, I enjoyed them, but it's not... When you go kind of bigger picture, MCU films, all of them, you think, well, it's more of the same. Fundamentally, it's more of the same, even though each of the stories is different, obviously, and they are interesting and in, in everything else. But you think, well, we've seen origin stories, can we do something else? <laughs> Uh, you know, and the Winter Soldier is a perfect example of that done right. You go, well, here's them tackling, so, taking cues from a different genre, the kind of spy thriller kind of genre, and then just going and doing something interesting. And you think that's more of that. That's what we want. Well, that's what they've done. Yeah. Ant Man was not just an origin story. That was a heist movie. That's what I like about the Ant Man. That's why I think Ant Man's yeah. higher than a lot of people give it credit yeah, for. The, Doctor that's, Strange that's is like a that, horror, it's like a slash horror type movie, and mysticism, mysticism yeah. type movie as well. Yeah, it's just, it comes secondary to the origin part of it. At least that's how I feel about them. 
I mean, no, it's been a while since I, I watched them. Where you're from there. Yeah. Whereas I like the fact that the Winter Soldier, it doesn't have anything like that that it's doing. It's just it's being a cool spy thriller film. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not having to be an origin story first, and then let's set that origin story in a heist or anything like that. It's. It's not twisting from that one kind of same spot as doing something interesting. Um, yeah, I understand that. I understand that. Yeah. It's the Soldier is basically the time, the time when you noticed, oh wait, they, they, these aren't just superhero movies. These are thrillers, heist yeah. movies, all over the, political These are political movies. movies. <laughs> yeah. These are movies, yeah. yeah. Basically, it it, it, it kind of legitimises them a little bit, almost. Maybe that's yeah. not the right word, but makes yeah, it difficult I mean, yeah. to belittle them from the outside. They feel like, oh, they're just stupid comic book films. You're like, ah, well, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> well, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. is a space opera. So is number two, still. Uh, yeah. Bloody Thor Ragnarok is an 80s movie. So it's yeah. all, it's all, they're all good. Uh, my number two is Avengers. I had one and two pretty much slapped down. And that was Avengers. Yeah. And Soldier. Avengers, Avengers was number one for a while until well actually wasn't number one for a long because Winter Soldier came out and spanked it. Uh when Avengers <laughs> was was yeah. the culmination of what we at time were hoping it was going to be and it was everything that we wanted yeah. more and it's what we we're basically hoping for when it comes to Infinity War in in April. Yeah. It is it was the proof of concept, the thing that no one had ever done before. Taking all of these yeah. different films and throwing all of the characters together. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, okay. Hawkeye got the, you know, the short end of the stick in that, <laughs> in that film in that regard. As an Avenger, he got the kind of the shit job, <laughs> the short straw. But for all the other characters, they did a brilliant job of blending them all together and giving them all a fair amount of kind of screen time and giving them important stuff to do, without any of it feeling forced. There wasn't any real scenes where you thought. All right, we're we're only here because they need an extra thirty seconds with this character <laughs> to make it seem like they're still in the film, <laughs> so you don't forget about them or anything. Everything felt like it was important that was happening, and then of course they made up for Hawkeye in the uh, in Age of Ultron. He got a bit more of an important job in that one where he didn't get shafted, <laughs> as it were. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree with you. It's it's it was important it was important that it worked we're we're here talking about all these mcu films now because it worked um because yeah. they did it so well yeah completely agree that's the thing what what helps them so much that most pretty much all like like when making the the worst list i would a lot of people could take iron man 2 out but uh, for a lot of people people could put incredible hulk in there but incredible hulk was still one of the was one of the films that helped start it and also rejuvenated Hulk because after the first Hulk film, it was just like, oh, good God. Yeah. And, all that. and it, even though it's a different Incredible Hulk's the, it's, it's the Incredible Hulk's the second film that came out just after Iron yeah. Man. And it did uh, a good and job. I do, I do occasionally forget that it even happened. <laughs> a lot of people forget yeah. it because yeah. it's Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. yeah. It's all Mark Ruffalo and whatnot. And also Incredible yeah. the Hulk franchise is owned by... Uh, Universal or Palmer, Universal, I think, and whatnot. 
other distribution rights are to reduce the uh, standalone. Oh, right. is that is that still a thing? I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, they own the, they own the the standalone rights to him, but that's why they get around. That's why Hulk is like in Thor Ragnarok, or he's in yeah. the Avengers. Yeah, I guess I guess around it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I don't I don't really think there's a lot of appetite for a standalone Hulk film anymore. Anyway. Well, I after what, how good they did it with Thor Ragnarok, they didn't. They, they, they yeah. did it all right, so it's all good. Um, so that means it's a battle between Ragnarok, Homecoming, and Iron Man. I'm going Ragnarok. <laughs> I love Ragnarok so much. It's so much fun. It was my favorite comic book movie last year, apart from Hulk Logan. But that's not MCU. Um, yeah. I absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Logan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, such a good film. It uh. was. It was. Uh, it's. We can reminisce about that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it does, like I said, what Winter Soldier did with Captain America. It rejuvenated the character perfectly. Yeah, you were oh, yeah. when you left that movie. You weren't just talking about Loki. You were talking about Thor for once. You were talking about Kate Blanchett as Hela. You were talking about Hulk. You were talking about Korg, the director, for God's sake, Korg. Tatiana who played Korg. You were talking about him. Oh, my God. The hammer pulled you off. You were talking about You were talking about Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. You were talking about a load of characters there, not just one, yeah. especially that a lot of people were talking great about Thor itself because it was Thor's film. It was more Thor's film than anything than ever, than either of the first two were before, even though the first one was an origin story for the book. But everyone was talking about Loki at the end of that movie. Um, and that's why yeah, I was so happy about it. Like, like the tricks that he is, he stole the fucking show <laughs> in the yeah, first film. Yeah. And then and in the second film, he was the only really redeeming feature of it because, well, you'd had a couple of films to like him already. <laughs> and he, you know, he's the, he, he doesn't get dragged down with the film in the way everyone else kind of does. Uh, Loki kind of escapes a lot of the criticism of it because he was still quite good in the second one, but... In the third one, he's just one brilliant little bit of a brilliant film overall. I can't, I can't think of any complaints I would really make about it. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok. I know a lot of people get caught out by just how much of a comedy it was, and I can, I can see that. So there's some things in the story and stuff like that that I would maybe have liked to have seen a serious treatment of, you know, the events that took place, but. At the same time, the as it's done in the film is brilliant, so that's not a complaint against the film. Yeah, it would just have been interesting to see some things taken seriously, uh, and how that would have gone down. But as as you say, but what they did do with the film and and the comedy works and everything else and all of the, the like the allegories for you know airbrushing history. You know, changing your image and all that to live with your conscience, sort of idea. How you um, you you paint over the kind of the harsh realities of empire building and all that, and very yeah. very subtly done and very brilliantly done. Yeah, yeah it's lo- lots of good stuff. It's a good film. It's it's a fantastic. Yeah. I absolutely love it. 
Thor. I adore it. I do. I absolutely adore it. It just. I can't wait to see what Thor does in Infinity War now. I couldn't. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what he does in yeah. it at all. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the little bits what Loki's going to have. I'm looking forward to. I just yeah. It's, it's a fantastic movie and yeah. You you, you want to go in wanting to know you're going to have a fun time and you're going to be coming out smiling and that's what I was when it came to Thor Ragnarok. I came out smiling. Yeah, you you want to know you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. On on any level that you're going to get something good out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it's 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 one of those it's easily the most surprising Marvel film I think because you know the second one was so bad and because of how much more of a, a proper comedy i think it was than anyone really expected it to be if you're not following all of that stuff closely and like me yeah i hadn't watched any of taika waititi's films before so i didn't neither did i I, neither did I, I, I didn't i didn't know his, his style and his comedy and stuff like that before uh, and I was surprised to find that he was the voice of what was his name, Korg. Korg. The, Korg. Yeah, the the rock guy. Yeah. He had Taika Waititi, the director, is his voice <laughs> actor. Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. You know, and stuff like that. You know, it, and it, it's one of those you, you've seen. You know, film directors and that put themselves in their films and give themselves too much to do, or you know, some pointlessly irrelevant thing where they just pop up and be important for no apparent reason and things like that you know they kind of distort the film because it's them and their own film if you know what i mean whereas in that one he gave himself a perfect little role he pops up he has a couple of great lines and that's all he needs to do and you remember them and talk about them because they're so fucking brilliant (laughs) Uh, it's just everything about it's well done yeah. The only thing I'm surprised about me. Can't forget about Bloom. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we the mentioned him. I love the Gold Bloom in this movie. Um, we we so mentioned good. him last night. He's the, the epitome of a guy you get to play a character because of who he is. You, you, you cast him in that role to play Jeff Goldblum in space. <laughs> yeah, I can't <laughs> wait. To ca- King of the Space Junkyard. <laughs> I can't wait to see yeah. Jeff Goldblum. And Benicio del Toro's character, the collector, to be being a scene yeah, together because they're, they're, they're brothers, brothers, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah the characters are brothers, and I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. I don't think you'll get uh, it until until Avengers Four, but yeah, I can't wait. I'm just looking. Forward it it to would it. make for a brilliant uh, post-credit scene or something. Just a minute or something. Probably, of the two yeah. Of them fucking Probably. chatting about something or something like that. Yeah, no, I can look forward to that. I think the only thing I'm surprised about, maybe, that your top five doesn't include one of the Guardians films. It's number six. <laughs> it was number six. I Which know, one, though? <laughs> number one. Number one. Number one, yeah. Even Civil War missed that. Civil War's probably seven. So, yeah, there's, there's yeah. A, that's the thing about it. There's so many. Like, you could do a top ten list, and there wouldn't be no real wrong list, because... I say the Marvel movies yeah. overall. You, you you can argue about the order, but the you know the the, the top films are the top yeah. films. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's no getting around it. it. It does come down to your personal kind of preference, and and yeah, sometimes it comes down to which one you've watched recently. <laughs> yeah, how, how well you remember them? Because sometimes they they fade a little bit after a while, and you maybe think the one that 
you know, Thor Ragnarok maybe overtakes the likes of like Guardians One because you haven't watched it in so long. But then you'll rewatch Guardians One, and then think, no, actually, it is better. <laughs> you know, it, you know, your list will change all the time. That's one of the things that's kind of funny about them that way because some of them are that good. You know. I agree. I agree. Yeah, list can change all the time, and like, oh man, yeah. who knows what the list will look like when Infinity War comes out? Who knows what the list will come out when? Uh, Ant Man and Wasp comes out, Captain Marvel, and obviously Avengers Two, Avengers Four. It's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, Infinity War Part Two. That's not called that anymore. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then obviously right after that you've got Spider Man Two. You're gonna have Guardians Three. Ugh, so much. Yeah, so it, much. It, I think is that all that we've got. Um, what is the the plan after this? This four. Phase four, there is a phase four coming. The, the, yeah. the Spider Man is after Infinity War four, after Avengers four. That starts yeah, and it's, it continues pretty much right after in, uh, Avengers four. That yeah. Kevin Feige's come out. It says it's going to be about uh, Peter Parker dealing with what happened and everything. Guardians yeah. three is going to be setting up phase four. Right. So is that it's the last of phase three films then? Avengers four yeah. is the end of phase three. Right. I'd be surprised if I don't know if they'll do it before or after Avengers Four, but I'd be surprised if they don't do another event like they did before, telling you what movies are coming. Yeah, yeah. The next... uh, they'll, they'll, they'll do. They'll do a, a Phase Four reveal thing. Yeah. And lay out their their grand plan. Because we know there's going to be a Doctor but, Strange 2, there's going to be a Black Panther 2, there's going to be a Guardians 3, there's going to be a Spider-Man 2, probably even a Spider-Man 3, and there's yeah. going to be a... I think that's the contract anyway, isn't yeah, it? That yeah. He's got three standalone films to do and he's done one. So you know you've got another Home, two of those coming. Homecoming, uh, Sp- uh, uh, Tom, Holl- Tom Holland as Spider-Man has a contract for... Five overall movies. Now, if I'm taking that, Civil War, Homecoming, Avengers four, three and four, and Spider Man Homecoming two, whatever they call it. So they have to oh, renegotiate yeah. his contract with him. But yeah. um, that'll be. He'll <laughs> sign up. He'll sign up for that. That's not a problem. You can tell he's having fun. Yeah. And everything. So. Well, it's one of those. He's having a lot of fun, and he's going to be rich beyond his wildest imagination. I would imagine start. Yeah, start starring in these films anyway, so he's fucking he's made it. He's fucking sorted. That that's what you do. You sign up and just keep signing. Basically, It's it's one of those you could have him Tom Holland's in that position where he could make a career out of just being Spider Man. <laughs> if if everything goes well and these films keep getting made, that could just be his career. <laughs> Which is an interesting thought. I actually get to see a, a Peter Parker Spider Man travel like through the whole journey, and <laughs> uh, the actual films would be quite fun. Uh, we can dream. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's one of those people. He fits his role perfectly in the same way that Robert Downey Jr. does. You think he's that's that's nailed. That's done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't it's think of anyone yeah. that could do that better. So. That, that's him. <laughs> you also you got to take into effect. You also got to take into account when the Disney Fox deal goes through properly. 
if that does go through, which I'll be surprised if it doesn't, then they've got Fantastic Four, they've got the X-Men, they've got all of it. Yeah, br- bringing it all back together again, isn't Yeah, it? basically, yeah. yeah, and that's what they'll do. I don't think, yeah, I think they'll, they'll nail that pretty much. They'll already have, like we've, um, of course, Fox has uh, talked about, we had an email, I think, about it a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about, basically, Kevin Feige has, like, probably has three lists on his wall. He has the current list of what is the the list, and then there's the, no, he has the current, yeah, what going up all the way to basically Avengers 4. Then he has the list after that, what stays for. And then under that is, if the Fox slash Disney deal goes through, we will add all these in and whatnot. And, the, and he'll just crush them all yeah. together and say, voila, that is the new phase four. <laughs> it's funny because I spoke before about, uh, the, I don't think the MCU needs X-Men. And I don't think X-Men needs the MCU because... X-Men with the mutants have basically infinite scope to do all of the superpowers and stuff you can have, basically, anyway. So it's broad enough that you can have its own... It can occupy its own universe, if you know what I mean, without crossing over into the rest of it. You know, it it doesn't need to, to stand on its own if it's done right. But at the same time, I feel kind of gutted that we missed the opportunity to have, you know, Hugh Jackman and as Wolverine cutting about, you know, and clashing heads with, you know, Robert Downey Jr. in that in a film. Yeah. yeah it's all... I think every, everyone would have loved it. Agreed, agreed. <laughs> the, if the deal does go through, it's it all depends on Dark Phoenix this year to see how fast the MCU puts them in. If Dark Phoenix is a success, then they might just keep them separated just that little bit longer. Or yeah. if it's a, if it's a bomb, then they will probably yeah, they might wipe the slate clean again. Basically, yeah, but in, they'll introduce also, them. Kevin Feige though is the perfect person to bring him in at the right time. Yeah, um, I don't think you'll see a new Wolverine for a while. I think the earliest no. you'll see him is twenty twenty two. Unless there's some alternate universe reality stuff going on and Hugh Jackman reappears <laughs> Hugh Jackman's no... not going to put it back on I don't think he'll ever yeah. come back he's not going to come back no. he might come back as just as a cameo in the background or something just a tea to make it say yeah. oh my god there he is oh my yeah. god and all like that or he yeah, crosses paths with the fl- new flashbacks and in the yeah. past here he is sort of yeah. going yeah. or he crosses past yeah. he, goes, he just walks past the new Wolverine and all that That'll just be like just a little tip of the hat, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean. But other than that, yeah. like, he will not dawn on the the yellow spandex, whatever ones wanting him to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's a shame because so. I think I think he was well up for it as well. Because um, he's obviously he's loved playing the role, and he's yeah. said in interviews and stuff he would have loved to have had a fight with the Hulk and stuff like that, even though he knows he would come off worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, much more difficult for him going up against a CGI. <laughs> yeah, CGI doesn't get tired, as it were, and get knocked lumps out of, like he would, uh, having to film it and stuff like that. But he would have loved his, to have done it. But It's his body at the end of the day. His body, he's, he's getting on in age and doing the, the intense workouts that he does yeah. to get himself in the ripped shape he got himself into for... Oh, Wolverine. Yeah. It's, it's not it easy, that's for it's sure. It's a killer, and you don't want that. So. Yeah. I, I, I spoke not not very long ago about me being 
you know, fat. <laughs> so all of these intense workouts and stuff are not easy. <laughs> There's no sugar coating it. That's uh, for the people who are, th- who are already thin. <laughs> yeah. So and and they get all the fucking help in the world. They're personal oh, trainers yeah. and nutritionists and dietitians and fucking... You know, they, they get everything... They, there's nothing there's no better idea than you get paid to run on the treadmill <laughs> that's basically what happens to them basically, before they actually we will give you an extra 10 million dollars if you get into this shape again oh, fine yeah. just write the check now <laughs> yeah I, I, and I know it's one of those there's I'm sure there's contractual stuff where you don't get paid this or that or whatever if you don't do it and everything else so it's it's not you know the perfect life, but it is still that is essentially what happens. Before they actually make the film, they do basically get paid to hit the gym. <laughs> you think, oh, it would be much easier for me to be in shape if that happened to me. <laughs> I love it if my boss turned around one day and went, "Yeah, you can spend six months just working out in the gym, and then you get your wages." I like, great, <laughs> fucking sign me up. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> exactly. We ask but, for too much in our lives. <laughs> yeah, but we mentioned it earlier with uh, Logan. It's such a brilliant film and a brilliant swan song and send off for for Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, and it it works so well partly because he's been that character so long. I mean, he's been Wolverine what that's another decade or more. The films he's done, years, the original years. three trilogy, and then yeah, he popped out a wee cameo in First Class. He had these two standalone Wolverine films before Logan. Plus, he was in uh, Days of Future Past. You know, so he, we spent a lot of time with him as Wolverine, and it's been a long, <laughs> a long journey. And some of those films have been dreadful, but he's been brilliant throughout. So. To see him go out on such a high in such a fucking 10 out of 10 film, as far as I'm fucking concerned, it was brilliant. I loved it. You know, I don't, it, it wouldn't be right to pull any fucking parallel world bullshit and bring him back. <laughs> it wouldn't be right to do that, but you know, it's sad to see him go because he's been so good at it and so perfect for it. Yeah. yeah, he was fantastic. Logan's like one of the one of those comic book movies that is not a comic book movie. Yeah, it, it, it's funny how it ties everything together that way. What we've been speaking about is the perfect example of well, it's not just a comic book film. It's, it's uh, a western. It's a western. Yeah, it's, it's got so much to it, and it's so emotional. A lot of the moments and things that happen in it, and everything else, and. As you mentioned, he's you know a wee bit older now as well, obviously, and with that, he's he's managed to play you know a Wolverine at the end of his fucking rope, you know, struggling and everything else brilliantly. You know, he's not healing as quickly as he used to, and he's not got the stamina he once had, and all all of that kind of stuff. He plays all of that brilliantly in the film, and it comes across so well. I really believe he's struggling, <laughs> you know, even though you're like, oh, he's just an actor. <laughs> yeah, you felt everything, like you felt all the shots, yeah. you felt the claws, the scratches, everything. It was just like when he gets impaled on the tree trunk at the end, you're just like, 
oh god and you're like this is it and you know it's this yeah. and you know it was coming but you're like oh god this is i can't watch this but you have to watch it and all that and it's it's beautifully <laughs> created it's brilliant yeah. it's absolutely fantastic it's, it was yeah. the best comic book movie last year it's arguably one of the best comic movies ever made. I think the only thing that still outdoes it is probably The Dark Knight overall, personally. But other than that, yeah, it's it's stupendous. Yeah, it it definitely stands up there, and it's one of those it's one of those films that you can take and say it's just a great movie. You don't have to. I say it enhances it for me. You know, having spent so long with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. But equally, you can just take anyone who's never looked at a comic book or doesn't even understand what X-Men are and just show them that film and it would still work as a brilliant bit of cinema. Yeah. You know, it, it stands on its own two feet. It is that good. Well, I at least I think so. I Fuck anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> uh. Anyway, I think we're probably about due for finishing up, Moody. But before we go, do you want to remind everyone about your own podcast, The Glorious Movie Show? Yes, I talk about movies with my co-hosts on The Glorious Movie Shows. We drop every Tuesday and Friday on youtube.com slash Reviews, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Twitch under The Glorious Movie Show, and also on outoflives.net as well. Yes, who who very kindly host our podcast for us as well. <laughs> yeah, the, the the beautiful people out of lives dot net that keep all of this online on. so that you can download it <laughs> and yeah, listen they... to it when when it suits you. <laughs> but thank you very much, Moody, for joining me. Mm. It's been a blast. I'm awesome. I'm pre- uh, yeah. Much appreciated. Uh, happy to come back on any time. If you need to ground Alfred again, yeah. I can understand that. <laughs> I know, if he gets grounded again, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, it is one of those, it threw a complete fucking spanner in the works. It had all these plans. We've got our cool new segment about, you know, our top three and bottom three films from the MCU that we're going to watch each week. Yeah. All perfectly planned out, six weeks to do it, six films to watch, and then, nope, it can't be on. <laughs> yep. like, Damn it! Like... Alfred, you're not doing the part of your your side. Yeah, it's just typical for everything to go horribly wrong like that. That's That's the beauty of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how this works. Yeah, professionally amateur, as they say. You should change the name from the Rattle On to the Garbage Truck on Fire podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that would be taking it from another company, so I don't know if you could do that. Uh, There's definitely, there's a Facebook group called uh, Dumpster Fire Ultra, (laughs) which which is exactly that joke where it's, the the whole point of it is it's been a splinter group off of a couple other ones that are just like, I just chat about whatever. You know, kind of taking that kind of free spirit of yeah, let's just go nuts over here. Yeah, <laughs> quite interesting to dip into every so often. It's quite funny. Um, but yeah, th- thanks very much, Moody. Well, as I said, we we have a nice pre-recorded um, outro that I'll cut in at some point before this bit. Then <laughs> 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 uh, tie the show off nicely. But thanks very much, you've bailed me out of a fucking hole. Not a problem.
If you enjoyed this episode, send us emails to rattleonpod at gmail.com, tweet us at rattleonpod, tell your friends, leave us a review, and until next time, goodbye. <laughs>